Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Down the block, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and one. But now uh, Slater and Freddie, uh, last cross. Oh, we'll talk about Slater. Thoughts on Slater. Like, I never usually am very confident before an ex-player becomes a coach or whatever because you just do not know. You do not know. But I tell you what, if Billy Slater isn't a good coach, I will be so shocked. What do you guys think? He's different, isn't he? He just – he fucking something about him. Yeah, there is something about him. And he's got track record with the fullbacks he's had his hands on. Yeah, crazy. Um, yeah, he's, like every fullback he's had his paws on has turned into a weapon, and I'm, I'm so worried about KP. As a Blues fan this series, I'm absolutely shitting myself. I think he's going to carve. Uh, but yeah, Billy, you know, or, you know, I'm, I'm sure you, you would have had the same thing with all the guys you've had on your podcast. I talk to players, especially halves, and I always ask them what it was like. Your, your kicking game against Slater, I just said, you can do as much tape as you want during the week. You're yeah. still not going to find the deck. Crazy. Like, he was just... Too smart mm. at what he did. I remember 2017, I went to Suncorp for game three, I think it was, 2017, and I sat directly behind the sticks, which is normally, well, in Sydney, it's a shit seat at Suncorp. It's unreal. Mm. Just got to watch him and Cameron Smith, just the way they linked up. Crazy. It was, just, it was unbelievable to watch. They, the, 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 the two of them literally just put all their players in spots to get Fafita and Woods at marker. And then you just saw Smith and Slater just link up together. Yeah. And they just fucked around with them for 80 minutes. Yeah. It was insane. They're just – they're so smart. And I, I cannot wait to see him in a coaching role. That, that's, that's what filled me with confidence last year. I, I always thought Paul Green was the wrong man for the job. Mm. I just I just never felt like – like, a, as a Queenslander yourself, like, if the last voice you hear is Paul Green compared to Billy Slater, mm. I just think it makes such, such a difference. Yeah, and I, I think the tough thing with Green was – it didn't seem like a long-term thing for him. Like, even when he first signed, there were reports of like, oh, well, he's going to be here for a year or two and, you know, he may see... It, it almost felt like we can't possibly back up what we did in 2020. Mm. It was almost like we're biding time for Slater yeah. to come in so he's ready for... Oh, I just think about those sheds before they run out. Like, the forwards are going to hear from Cameron Smith. <clears throat> the halves are going to hear from JT. You want to hear something funny? So, yeah, yeah, fuck. I was like... Um, I was like, Smithy, like, what's it like, bro? Being back in camp, like, you know, it's the smell of that. And he's like, mate, I was on the field, like, you know, 
teaching the like saying the boys do this do that and he said after like 15 minutes i had to stop myself and realize i'm not playing anymore like if i was speaking to them like a player going we gotta fucking do this we gotta do this rah, rah. and he's, he had to stop himself and be like oh i can't like i'm not a player i can't be speaking like you know yeah. the whatever because he was captain for like so long i mean basically what 2008 Nah, because Lockie was captain up to 11. 11 yeah, yeah, okay. And, but didn't, oh, Lockie missed 2008. Lockie missed this year. So he yeah. was captain from basically 2012 till 2017. 17. Um, yeah, and he had to like catch himself and be like, oh, I'm actually not. Uh, oh, I playing. thought it was, that there was an image, uh, a video that I saw of the Queensland team walking through an airport. Mm. And like Smith and Slater were just amongst it. Yeah. And they just look like part of the playing game. I know, it's crazy. Like, right? if, if you were an alien dropped there and said, Which, who are the coaches of this team? You wouldn't have a clue. Yeah. Yeah, um, thoughts on on Billy the Kid and the coaching staff. Have they have they nailed it, or have they gone? Have they lent too heavily into that dynasty? Well, I mean, you sit there and go, he's coaching his first series, his first time as as a head coach, effectively uh, of the Origin side. Mate, him and Cam Smith coached Queensland for ten years already. Like, yeah. there's experience across the board with the assistant coach uh, Cooper Cronk there. So, mm. I, I love with. It's such a different dynamic in that Billy comes in as a sort of relatively recently retired player who I think he'll take a very hands-on approach with. And we, we know traditionally with coaches, let's like, say Wayne Bennett, who's such a, a man-manager as opposed to being, you know, a hands-on, get in here, run this line, run that line, do this, mm. do that. Billy, you know, he's got such a modern uh, view of the game and he was brought up with it. So mm. he'll be hands-on. I'm very excited. I'm expecting some sort of ripping trick shot from him as well. Like, yeah. he always sees the game so far ahead of anyone else. Yeah. You know, we look at the try score with Crog and Smith in the, the 2012 grand final against mm. the Dogs there. Uh, and they're just, I'm expecting at some stage them to pull out some awesome trick shot and it'll be have his blueprints all over it. Mm. Uh, in, in terms of like the coaching DNA, mate, he'll be fine. As I said, he's, yeah. he's been a part of that camp for so many years and. I'm really excited to see what type of coach he is, but on all reports of him being aggressive and attack-minded, as he was as a player for 15, 20 years, mm. it's, it's very exciting. Imagine Billy in today's game with the scrums, the space oh. you have in scrums. He would have, and him and Cam, they would have, Cam coming out of the, the scrum in today's game, it would have been a joke. What do you reckon about uh, Billy? They always say, um, whether it's Bellamy, Smith or whatever, that at storm training... Bellamy or Cam Smith would always have to pull Billy up because he'd be trying some crazy shit. And be like, I want to do this in a game. I want to do this in a game. I wonder if it's. I wonder if it's the same case. Well, not the same case, but I wonder if in Queensland camp he's he's gonna try some some stuff that no one else has been bold enough to try before. Probably. What I was, and what I was gonna say as well is I wrote in the notes when Freddie come in in 2018, and I was working for the Blues then, yeah. so maybe I'm biased, but. I just knew we'd win because I'm like, Freddie, Freddie's the man. Like, Fred, no, one's, no one gets origin more than Freddie for New South Wales. <clears throat> He's played the most games, blah, blah, blah. It feels the same to me. It feels the same to me that, like, that Slater's come in and like, it, it just feels like 2018 New South Wales to me. Because Freddie come in, because you asked if they're leaning too much on the dynasty. Freddie brought in Badiris. Freddie brought in Joey, Fitzgibbon, and Brandy. And like, you know, it worked. Mm. So Queensland have done the same thing except with the eight in a row side. So it's really a good thing. <laughs> it's so exciting. What I love about this too is this like both coaching stars, uh, staffs are former legends. Yeah. So it's like a game yeah, on a game, you know? Yeah. I, I don't know where I've heard. I've heard Cameron Smith might have been one of your podcasts. I'm <coughs> tell a story that like when they used to do their, um, 
their Melbourne Storm um, video at the end of the week and they were planning for the next week, that Billy had come up with these plays. Mm. And, you know, there'd be 15 things that had happened. And, and I think Cam Smith sort of said that me and Cooper used to just sit there and go and wait for the injection of Billy Slater. And yeah. then, it'd be, then I get the ball. And I <laughs> there and they'd all be like, yeah, there we go. Of there course. it is. Of yeah. course you do, Billy. There's 15 bodies in motion <laughs> to get Billy the ball here. Um, yeah, look, really exciting times. Now, get, let's get a bit deeper into New South Wales. It's such an interesting situation because you would have gone for the life of you you would have bet look very minimal changes very minimal changes other than the changes need to be made but you know there's been substantial changes you've got Adokar obviously out you've got uh, sorry not selected you've got Jake Trevojevic not selected Angus Crichton not selected three players that are almost in most people's teams walk-ins you know do you think that this is a distraction and it has been a distraction the last week, or do you think that this is Freddie knows exactly what's going on? He's got a, It's going to be worth whatever the dis- destruction, if it was one, was. I'm a big uh, believer in Freddie, so I think they'll be okay. And mm. I understand, like there's the there's a side of the coin, you know. Obviously, the Queensland side of the coin, you know, we, we would have picked those guys. But I mean, if Freddie comes out and they win this series, like it does send a message to all of them. You have to be at the top of your game. Mm. You, know, you have to be constantly because there are guys who can come in and replace you. So I think it can go, go go both ways. I think the Blues, with game one in Sydney, I think they should win this series. Mm. Whether they do or not remains to be seen. But I'm a big believer in Freddie, and I just feel like, you know, obviously 2020 lost, but that series just seems like such an exception to me mm. with Wayne walking back in there and like it was at the end of the year it wasn't during the regular season it was just a lot happening there um, so yeah, I'm a big believer in Freddie and I, I just feel like the last few years every time someone has criticised one of his selections they come good yeah he's pretty much nailed every single one except for that one except for 2020 which is easy it's so easy in hindsight to say you should have put Pappy on the bench you know you know, how was he supposed to know T was going to get down yeah. what do you think do you think Timmy, that because it it's really has been the talking point. It's the and I, and I could be wrong, but the talking points in my that I've viewed are pretty much Fox getting dropped and Jakey to a degree, and the Crichton Whiten situation. Yeah, Do you Queensland think, haven't even had an illness go through yet? Yeah. Well, What's come, going on? It'll come. Someone will. <laughs> someone will get a cold or a flu or shit themselves. Whatever it is. Um, what do you think, Timmy? I'm with Guru in that I've just learnt not to question Freddie because mm. every time you do he gets it right yeah invariably um so I, I do have a lot of faith in him and in his decisions that you know he's been there he's done it for many years now that he'll get it right the auto car situation I, I just don't understand it one bit to mm. be honest like I see where he's coming from they'd be looking at yardage coming out of their end and going all right Latrell and Tommy Turbo as centers which is pretty uncommon was so big to our yardage in recent years we don't have them guys um, so I'd be looking at Tupu there who you know who can hopefully run for 200 plus meters mm. you also look at after them going with Coates and Cobo and these aerial threats and thinking all right we need Tupu to counter one of them but then at the same time, he went in and picked Brian Toto as a debutant last year, who I believe coach was on him. And I was one bloke sort of saying, you know, Ariel, he'll, he'll kill him. Like, that's a horrible decision, despite yeah. how good um, he's in yardage, Toto, and finishing. Well, he did that last year and wasn't too concerned about the aerial threat. And then you've got Ado Carr, who he's so integral to the way the Blues play. And mm. that's with all these, the Penrith combinations there, the early shifts that they do and just looking to go laterally very quick. Adokar was a focal point of that because you give him an inch and it turns into a try. Yeah. Tupu, 
I think Tupu's a fantastic player. Wrapped him for many years, and I wish he'd played more games for the Blues, but he won't have the same effect as Ado Carl with those early shifts. So I really didn't understand that one. Um, but again, in Freddie, will trust. And on top of that, just the, the passion and the culture he brings to the Blues. Like, mm. he clearly gets the boys up. We've seen he's become a leader over the years. Yep. Um, that one, Jake Chaboyevich, happy to see him miss out. Uh, best bloke in the game, we know that. But I think the game is going past him and these more agile mobile forwards, that's the direction it's going. Um, so, yeah, really interesting. I said, I trust Freddie, but uh, there was a few little interesting ones there. Wasn't what about there? the Crichton situation? It's a really that's – a, that's a strange one that's kind of been, I guess mm. – because you know, I think he's been one of the better forwards when he plays Origin uh, for New South Wales. And it, I guess, you know, Crichton, where, where does Crichton sit now in his kind of career? It's, an, it's a very, he's a, you, you poll the NRL, he would be in the top three back rowers in the comp, easy. And yet he's in this really kind of holding pattern right now. Hasn't re-signed with the Roosters. He's being started and then benched and then started. And, and I don't think that's a reflection on his playing ability. I think it's just Trent working out what is the best thing for Roosters. Where, where, where do you put Crichton at the moment? Got no idea. I, I, he would have been in the starting back row for me. Mm. I would have picked him there for sure. And yeah, you're right. Like on a, on a number of levels, his career's in a really weird spot. Obviously, yeah. with a with a World Cup coming up soon for the Wallabies, there's always been talks about him potentially going back to Union. So yeah, I, I'm not sure. How he hasn't re-signed. Yeah, that's is shocking. He, he did an interview. I think the Roosters played the night before the team was announced, and they spoke to him after and. As soon as they spoke, like, I assumed that he was automatically going to be in the side. Mm. That was my take on it. The way that he spoke, I, I think he knew that he was in Curry. Mm. I, th- I think he knew that he, he, was, he was gone from that side. He you, spoke very... You don't sh- think he knew? No, I, I think he did know. Okay. Just the way he spoke, he just lacked a bit of confidence and he was, he was a bit airy. And it was, I, I listened to that interview and sort of went, oh, shit, this doesn't... He, he doesn't look confident, confident to me, so... Yeah, I, I'd pick him every day of the week. I think he's such a bloody good footballer. He's such a good footballer. Like, whether you play him edge, middle, I don't care. Just have him on the field. Yeah, very – I just I, – for the life of me, I, his whole scenario, the situation that he's in, it just doesn't add up. Like, yeah. what? A guy like that should be – have fucking 15 clubs after him. It's just – you know, i just not understanding. What do you reckon to you? What's going on with the I, Angus I'm with there? I'm with Guru and yourself on that one. I would have had him in my team. I would have had him starting ahead of Tarek Sims. I think if we lose game one, barring something going on that we don't know about that ties all this contract uh, missing blue selection together, uh, I think if we lose, he'll be the first bloke that Freddie calls upon to bring him back into the side. Couldn't make any sense of that one, uh, to be honest. He's so reliable. He's been such a store of this side for a lot of years. Like, there are very few more reliable NRL players than Angus Crichton. You know he's going to do a job for you every single week. He will not miss a tackle. He's uh, a threat in attack. I don't know. I don't get it. Yeah, it's it's just surprising. I'm I'm not – like, a lot of people will point to – and I'm not saying, you know, Liam Martin doesn't deserve to be there. I like Liam Martin. But a lot of people are like, yeah, Liam Martin has to be there. And it's like, well, by that same criteria, Angus Crichton has to be there, you know? Like, because I just – I, I love what Liam Martin brings. And also, he does represent that kind of new forward of, like, explosive as anything, grateful work. And his combination to Penrith is massive. But what my, I guess my argument is, is, like, if you're going to say, well, Liam Martin's been playing really good for the last two years, he deserves a shot. Angus Crichton, has he been playing poorly at all for the last two years? Well, that's the other thing. I mean, if Freddie's not going to pick him in the 17, okay, but... To then have Tyson Brazell in the extended two and mm. Angus still not be there? Yeah. yeah. I just... I, I don't understand... And I'd love to hear Freddie say something. I'd love to hear what... Tyson Brazil gets out of being 19th man mm. for the week. Is he there to help these other... Because, like, basically, you've got... You've got... Uh, Tarek Sims. 
So, so Cam Murray, we all agree, probably ahead of him at the moment when it comes to... I think Cam Murray picks himself. Picks himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isaiah Yo, yep, obviously. But yep. you've got Tarek Sims, Ryan Madison, Liam Martin. Uh, so that's what, four players. Sorry, three. Tarek Sims, Ryan Madison, Liam Martin. Liam Martin. All before... Well, and, and, and Tyson Frizzell, and, we're assuming. Yeah, too, yeah, yeah, and Tyson Frizzell because he's in the squad. Very interesting. Very interesting. Uh, and it's not to say that those – like Ryan Madison has been incredible. Liam Martin, I, he, he honestly reminds me so much of Anthony Watman. Just that fucking aggressive pole runner. Um, and Madison's been outstanding. And Tarek Sims, you know, his performance last year was incredible. But, yeah, this Crichton situation is very bizarre to me because he's a culture guy. Like, he, he wouldn't be at the Roosters if he wasn't. Um, and there's never been any reports that he's not one of the mm. – you know. So, yeah, really interesting. Really interesting to see – can you see a world where, let's say, for some reason, New South Wales get blown off the park? Will Freddie stick? Or do you think he brings in the old reliables? I don't know. I'm, I'm torn. If they get blown off the park, then maybe. But I, I, I think he'll... Maybe, like, you can't tell me that anyone outside of Tariq Sims, I don't think he's picked anyone that's out of form. Mm. I think they're all in cracking form. Mm. So, I mean, if he's backing these guys in for... Game one, I, I I think he probably does stick for them for game two. Is there anyone that's injured that'll come back? There isn't really. Latrell, Latrell, yes. So Trell was supposed to come back this week, but he just got the Rona, so he won't be back this week. But he'll be back next week. Uh, he's looking trim. That's that's another thing. Fuck, when you go, Latrell could come back for game two. That becomes a very scary prop. Like Latrell yeah. Mitchell, he's a. <laughs> we're talking about like excited about Selwyn. Latrell's literally been in Origin doing that shit yeah. for the last few years. Like. Far out. It's going to be incredible to see him come back. Um, yeah, look, really, really interesting. What do you think, Timmy? Do you think if... if what, do New South Wales pick and stick if they don't get the job done first game? I think... Look, I can't see Queensland blowing him off the park, but if they win game one in Sydney, you know, that's danger signs, obviously. Um, Katoni starts to be playing for his spot because... You know, Latrell's coming back in the centres there somewhere. Uh, whether it's he, Jackie White, and um, who, it'll all be based on this one game, effectively. Um, yep. I said, Crichton, I think, will be one that will come back in if we get done. I can't see Jake Chaboyevich coming back in because I just, I just, I don't think it works. Um, well, it has worked before, I shouldn't mm. say that. Yeah. <laughs> it's worked plenty harsh. of times. <laughs> yeah, it has, it has. But no, I think Crichton would be the big change. Obviously, Latrell would come back in. Tell me, what are your thoughts? I'm very perplexed over just Crichton on the bench and, and Jackie White and starting. Are we convinced that this is how they run out or can you see it switching? Come I, I'm not 100% convinced that they'll run out like that. I can absolutely yeah. see it switching. Because I did, just to me, even though, like, so on the captain's zone last week, Cam made a really good point of Jack White has one of the, probably the best kick chase in the game. His ability to kick it long and just get the boys behind him and, and kick chase. Also, he's extremely physical and aggressive. So maybe for the first 20, they just want him on the edge there to shore things up, get through the, that first 20, and then you bring Crichton on. Uh, and then you move a forward off and you put Whiten in the middle somewhere. Because otherwise you're wasting a sub if you don't do that. Uh, that's, that's the only explanation. But I'm still unsure. I just, for the life of me, it just seems Whiten's the perfect 14. You know, I, I don't think he'll make a change. I really don't. Who, who is Brad Fittler tricking? That's what I they mean. They train at fucking Coogee Oval. Mm. You can sit at the Maccas across the road and watch them train. Yeah. Like Queensland would have people watching what they're doing. You can't. I don't think you can hide this sort of stuff anymore. Mm. If they were training in house out at Homebush where you couldn't see them, but they're at Coogee Oval. Yeah, you can see what they're doing all week. I just, 
I don't understand what Freddie gets. I mean, if he if he if, if an hour before kickoff he says Stephen Crichton's starting, who's going to be shocked? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, it's a great I, point. I just I just think Freddie, if that's what he's doing, I think he's outthinking the room <laughs> yeah. ridiculously. Because yeah. like, what really changes for Queensland? You pick a centre at centre, shock me. Like, yeah. I don't. <laughs> it's it, just it's the Whiten situation. Okay, if that's the case, and Timmy, you can answer this first. Um, how does how does the Whiten Crichton situation? work for you in the 80 minutes? I mean, the first thing is that you say, all right, Jack's been picked at centre, you thought he would have been picked as the bench utility. He's still the team's utility. He's mm. just starting the game, isn't yeah. he? Um, the way I see it, though, is, you know, Isaiah Yo can easily play 80 minutes. Cam Murray can play 80 minutes. Uh, Payne Haas, Damian Cook, all these blokes are big minute forwards. Uh, you know, Ryan Madison's on the bench. He's a big minute forward. So... Yeah, I know Smithy was talking about maybe Crichton comes in 20 minutes in, the brunt's been taken out of the game, slowed mm. up a little bit, inject a bit of uh, you know, a bit of youth, a bit of speed and energy there. But with all these big minute forwards, I don't I think if Jack starts the game, mm. Crichton sort of comes on as, you know, he's the X factor later on in the game. I don't think he comes on after 20 minutes. If you're going to do that, just start the bloke. I, yeah. I, I think it's weird. And while initially I thought that maybe it was a smoke screen from Freddie and that maybe Crichton would start, I saw a quote from Crichton during the week. Asked about being the versatile player off the bench. He was saying, yeah, I've been training left wing, right wing, left centre, right centre, fullback, all over the shop. Mm. Which makes me think that, you know, surely they don't go to lengths of having prepared answers like that to, to media and that sort of thing. So, yeah. look, it probably does stay that way. But barring injuries, I think Jack probably stays at centre for the majority of the game. And then match situation pending, Crichton comes on in that last 15, 20 minutes. If the Blues are up or it's a tight game... Crichton might not get on. Mm. Honestly, that I, I don't think... The fact they've got these big minute forwards and a few versatile options, you know, Crichton's there to cover the back line should an injury come down. But mm. which then going to another level makes me think, well, when you just pick Nico Hines as the bench utility. Yeah, yeah. So I, I'm keen to see how it plays out, but I just don't see Crichton playing too many minutes should they run out this way. What do you reckon? Uh, is there a world where he does pick Nico Hines at? as in he, she switches things switches up late last. I, I, I don't think Freddie would do it personally, but it would make more sense than what Freddie is Way currently doing. But yeah. I, I don't think he, he would yeah. do it to Stephen Crichton. I think about Stephen Crichton, like if, if what you said is right, if he potentially doesn't get on the field here, if Latrell comes back for game two, you'd have to think that'll probably knock Stephen Crichton out of the mm. side. Mm. Jack will go to, to 14. Like, like, I hope he gets on the field. Yeah, it's, it's bizarre because I would have thought for the life of me, if he's going to pick... Whiten at centre, then he's going to pick Hines at 14 because, like, wouldn't you want to give Hines more experience? Because, you know, if Cleary goes down, he could potentially play 7-4 New South Wales, which is such a crucial role. You want to be giving your crucial role positions as many experiences as possible before they get the big call. So, yeah, it's a really interesting one. I think it's, you know, a couple of years ago, Freddie made some huge calls after, I think it was like a game one loss. I think this is in a similar vein of, like, he's got a very specific idea of like what he's doing i don't think he's like i think there's a there's got to be a real 
specific reason that he's doing it. He's seen something in the video mm. that makes him think this is I, the right I would thing. also say, and it was off the back, you said it about 15 minutes ago, oh, he picked Brian Tottenham last year and we weren't worried about the aerial. I think playing in Sydney makes a difference. Mm. They're, they're, it's, they're always closer contests. They're, they're always low-scoring games. So I, I think you will get a lot of opportunities that will come on your last tackle kicks. Whereas last year, what do we do? We went North Queensland... Brisbane, Gold Coast. Like they were three fast tracks where you throw the ball around, where you do get your early spreads yeah. out to your Josh Addo car. I wonder if just because he knows this game in Sydney, it's going to be tight, it's going to be low scoring. If a guy like Daniel Tupu, who I think is better coming out of his own end than a Josh Addo car, if that might be the play, a body like Jack Whiten coming out of his own end is probably better than Stephen Crichton coming out of his own end as well. Mm. So I wonder if that's <clears throat> his thinking that it is going to be in Sydney and history tells us those are low scoring, tight affairs. Yeah, it's... Yeah, that's a, that's a really good point. It's a grindy affair, therefore you want your grinders in there. Uh, I feel like Josh is great for that grind because he's so quick. Out oh. of anyway. He's definitely not bad at yeah, it. Yeah, anyway. absolutely yeah. not. Um, yeah, look, the white one's going to be really interesting. I, I, would, I hope he does get some minutes, Crichton, because like, as we said, like when Troll comes back, obviously he goes in that centre position, Whiten goes to 14. Um, he has still got that thing about him, Crichton, that you could put him on in the last 20 minutes, not give him a position, and he'll, he'll just come do up something. with something. Yeah, he'll and, do something. He'll snatch and, a ball, he'll do something at some point. Put it this way, if if he does come on and play 15 minutes ever, or I don't think it'll happen, but if there is that late switch of maybe Nico onto the bench for him, Crichton's going to know about it. Like He'd yeah. been told from the word go by Freddie, mate, this is the plan, and we're naming it, whatever. But yeah. it's not like he'd have just come up game day. Sorry, mate, you're actually not in the team. Yeah, sorry, bro. <laughs> you told your family, incredible yeah, yeah. life-changing moment. No, you're not on the side. I, I think that... Because it's because I don't understand it is why I think that there may have been there may be a late change, but if you just trust, I also on the flip side of like, do you need to be playing these kind of games in Origin? Yeah. Is it just kind of like yeah. is it a pointless thing? So, I, I probably I think Freddie's got a plan, and I don't think he's changing anything. And I think as much as you can't pick a team for injuries, I just think if Cleary or Cook goes down, they're without a kicking game. And then without another nine, like we, we saw in their social media this week, Cam Murray was jumping into dummy half. Yeah, okay. If you end up with Murray at dummy half, <coughs> that's like interesting. That'd be devastating for you. And if Nate Cleary goes down, so they're putting Cam at nine, as in. Well, that's what they, that's what it looked like. Well, yeah. I mean, who, who else would you like? We well, put Whiten at nine. If probably Jack Whiten. Yeah. yeah. That's Jeez, I don't know if I trust Jack passing left to right. To be honest with you, but um, well, you won't pass, mate. You're just going to run. Yeah, just <laughs> go. yeah, yeah. There's no passing. Um, yeah, so like if one of those, and you can't pick teams for injuries, I understand that. But if Cleary goes down, like losing his kicking game, Luai's a good kicker, but mm. he's not at that level of Cleary. Like yeah. no one is, obviously. And that's the, the, the thing that sucks for uh, Freddie is if, let's say Cleary does go down, HI or whatever, everyone's going to be like, you should have picked Hines yeah. at 14. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm of, you know, obviously not being a, a New South Welshman, but he's just done it too many times, Freddie, for me to question. Yeah. You know, for me yeah. to say that it's the wrong call is just being is ridiculous because, like, this is Freddie Fiddler. He's got a track record of being a great origin coach with making huge calls that pay off. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I back him in. We're- I also know just from having Nathan Cleary on my podcast, mate, the way he talks about Stephen Crichton, yeah. it's just like he's from another planet. Yeah, he really right? is, I'm though. sure he would have. He man. is, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I think that, you know, having so many of the Penrith boys there and just, you know, I'm sure they would have had – some sort of, like surely these Penrith boys have a bit of influence on this team, wouldn't you? Yeah, I think You'd so. Have to. I think I think he's Freddie being a half himself does have quite a lot of conversations with Cleary, and yeah. I think he's been having those conversations for for years. Like we have to remember, a few years ago when everyone was saying, "Yeah, we won the series," but Cleary hasn't had a try assist in fucking X amount of games. Brad Fittler was steadfast; yeah. like he didn't 
budge a centimetre, a millimetre on the Cleary selection. Mm. Every time he spoke, he was like, nah, he's good. He's playing well. And I think now he'd be having as many conversations with arguably the best player in the game, Isaiah Yo. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, well, yeah, I love, I love those comments from Matty Johns who said that he thought Isaiah Yo was the best player in the competition. And Isaiah Yo was like, look, I really appreciate it, but I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, you know what? That's why you are one of the best players yeah, in the competition because you, yeah. you're a good country lad that fucking rips and tears. Talk about, I mean, we, we speak about it every fucking week on the podcast, but probably one of the most improved players I've ever seen in my life. Literally. Yeah. I still almost picked him in my team of the week this week. He like, didn't even fucking play. Yeah, he didn't even play. Um, thoughts on the, what about you, Matty? Thoughts on the rotation. How do you think that Crichton and Whiten will be used? I mean, after what Cam Smith said on Thursday, like, I, I, I don't know, obviously I'm going to be influenced by what he says. Um, your point about the kick chase before, I think I mentioned this a few weeks ago, where in game one, Oh, sorry, game two, 2019, uh, it was Jack White's first origin game at centre in Perth. And the first thing he did was put a kick in, and none of the coaches told him to do this, that he put a kick in and he belted the fuck out of Ponga. Yeah. And that kind of set the tone for the whole game. So maybe if I'm combining what Cam Smith says and combining what you say, and then combining, pretty much combining what everyone says, he'll, he'll go on for that first 20 and then Crichton will come on. Because I just think, like I said it last week, First of all, they both cover every position. I won't go depth into it because I did last week. They cover every position. But I just think Crichton deserves to be there. Like, mm. he's been in camp before. He's seriously one of the best outside backs in the comp. Yeah. Um, plus about the whole moments thing last week. So, yeah, I, I like I like what Cam Smith said. I don't know if they'll do it, but... Well, it is interesting as well as, you know, Selwyn seems to be a kick return specialist. Like, we've seen him break yeah. the line a few times. And so maybe Freddie has gone, look, they're probably going to pick Selwyn. So I'll pick one so that if someone wants to come back hard like he does, I've got a mongrel ready to fucking whack him. Whack him. And so that may be – maybe it's going to be Whiten's job mm. to get into Selwyn. That first 20, I just want you to be a fucking pest and just jam him. Uh, really interesting though, really interesting. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well. HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 